Hello, hello. You are listening to Why the World Needs You podcast, hosted by me, Benjamin Fritz. This podcast has been created to empower you to become the person you've always wanted to be. The journey is difficult and the challenges are many, but the rewards of being true to yourself are immeasurable. The objective of this show is to give you a safe, supportive space to learn, gain inspiration, and witness the true power and freedom that comes with becoming the person that you are meant to be. Why the World Needs You is a community of purpose-driven individuals who are passionate, gifted, and have a zest for life. They deeply desire to share their unique voice and gifts in order to make the world a better place for themselves and future generations. They are pulled to a different way of living and a higher purpose, while remaining grounded in their desire to engage and contribute in practical ways. My goal is for you to walk away from each episode with confidence and conviction, sharing your authentic self with the world, as well as a deepening understanding of your potential to impact the world in a way that makes sense to you. I'm honored to have this privilege. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day and your journey. Hey, yo, what's going on? Happy, well, I don't know, it's, it's a Wednesday here, so I was going to say that. But uh, yeah, this will come out on Friday, and chances are you'll be listening to it on some random day. So it really doesn't matter. I am so excited to do this today. I absolutely love sharing this story, the story of the birth of Beacon Donuts. And the reason that I do so is not because I think that it's so incredible or unique, um, but almost the opposite, almost the opposite in that it was such a simple thing but it turned into something very, very meaningful. And the reason I like sharing this story is because I believe that these experiences happen often in life. They happen to us all the time. The difference is what we do with this experience. So I love sharing a story. I'm, I'm so, so excited to do so. Um, and I'm just going to dive right in. I'm just going to jump right in today and get to it. So we're talking about the birth of Beacon. It all starts at Donut Bar in San Diego, California, Labor Day weekend of 2017. Jesse and I had been planning this vacation for quite some time. I had never been to Southern California, and uh, I've always like wanted to visit Jesse loves California, so this is something that had been on our radar for quite a while. I don't really even remember how we were introduced to Donut Bar Instagram somehow, and um, ever since we, we knew about that and knew that it was there, we were planning on going, and we were super excited about it. We were really looking forward to this this little donut adventure. Um, you know, I it was something that we both totally enjoy is our donuts. Um, she's not as big of a sweets person as I am, but donuts are one thing that she really enjoyed. Um, this was before she was going gluten-free, so she was actually able to eat donuts. But anyways, we were just so looking forward to it. We were super excited. So we get there. We It was a Saturday morning. We were standing in line with the rest of the donut-crazed folk uh, you know, it was like before it opened, it opened at 10 or 11 or I don't know when the hell, but like we were there 
And so we were standing in line for a half hour or so, just waiting, enjoying the, the California weather, just hanging out. So excited for these donuts. And I don't know, we probably waited half an hour or so outside. And we eventually ended up getting inside, obviously. So we walked in the door and immediately I was just overcome with this sense of just like joy and and happiness and lightness. It was pretty incredible the vibe created by this place. I'm a very vibey guy. I, I pick up on vibes and energy and things like that more so than others. So I'm, I am very sensitive to that and I know that, but this was like, unlike most other experiences in that I was just overcome with this feeling of, I was just elated. I, I was so excited. Like I was, yeah, I was looking forward to the donuts for sure, but just the environment, the the feeling that this place created was palpable. And what happened next was what surprised me. And I was penetrated by this thought. And what that thought was, was that my cousin Andrew and myself could essentially create this, recreate this experience, this, this, you know, cause this was not a donut shop. This was a donut experience. Like that's what it felt like when I walked in and I was like, that's fucking cool. This is amazing. And so like I do most times when, uh, when I have a, a grand idea, which is quite often and, and I don't say that to, to brag. I say that, um, you know, out of jest because, um, yeah, these ideas happen all the time, but then they don't actually turn into anything. Um, so anyways, like I do in those situations, when I have these grand ideas or get really excited about something, I blurted it out and I was like, Andrew and I could do this. And Jesse just turned to me and she's like, what? (laughs) And I was like, Andrew and I could create a donut shop like this. She was like, okay, just like totally not knowing where this was coming from, which I do this all the time, just blurt things out without context, because in my head, I mean, all these things totally make sense. And then I go, no, really, we could do this. And she turns to me and she goes, yeah, but you won't. And in that moment, my, my you know, while my immediate uh, knee-jerk reaction to that was, hey, fuck you, asshole. I took another two or three seconds, thought about what she said, and was like, oh, she has a point there. She's right. I, I don't generally do things, like I mentioned just a second ago, I don't generally do things with these ideas. They come, and I get super excited about them, and then they go. Or... <laughs> More accurately, she has to hear about them for some extended period of time, and then nothing happens. So, really what she was doing was nipping that in the bud. She didn't want my grand idea of this donut shop creation to become what was, you know, her her donut experience that she had so been looking forward to. Just, like, so, so anticipated. She was not about to have that become a 
idea session for me. So I don't blame her. I, I truly don't. She called me out on my shit. She called it the way that it is. And uh, yeah, but in that moment, this is the magic right here. This is what I want you to feel and to understand. This is the thing that I think is so beautiful about this. And that is the moment of conception. This is the moment that I decided to take action. This is the moment when Beacon was born. It was in that fucking moment that I decided to act that I decided to not let this be just another one of my ideas that falls by the wayside. I made the decision that it was going to be something. Now, I quickly want to mention, too, I'll, I'll give the rest of the story here and kind of talk it out so this isn't the end of the end of my point. The, the, the story is to be continued here. But I also just want to say that it's important to understand that just because this was the moment of conception, this is kind of where the magic was, this is where it all started, doesn't mean that it was going to be this successful, healthy baby and child and human, you know, if we're going to really run with the metaphor there. It just means that the process could start, the process could happen. And not to get morbid, but it's kind of like there's a lot of miscarriages with ideas, but at least there was a chance for it to become something. At least there was life there, and it's the same exact thing with an idea. If you leave it at the moment of conception, if that sperm does not unite with that egg, there is no chance for life. The same exact thing applies with an idea. An idea can only become something when it is acted on. And so that's the next the, the next part of the process here is in that moment I vowed to myself that I was going to do something about it. So we you know we enjoyed our donuts. Oh my god, they're so so, so good. Orgasmic, really, cuz apparently that's the the theme I'm rolling with here. Um, but like just fucking incredible. So good. We enjoyed them, uh, back at our Airbnb on their cute little patio that we had and yeah, just, you know, crashed afterwards, of course, after the sure high wore off. But then I don't know if it was later that day or no, it wasn't because I, I know exactly where I was when I did this. It was later that weekend we were in San Diego at the time, then we ended up going up to uh, Laguna Beach. We, we got an apartment, or we had an Airbnb in an apartment complex there, and I texted my cousin. Andrew was the other the other half of this. Andrew is the guy who actually knows how to make donuts. I didn't know shit about donuts other than I like to eat them. But I was the guy with the more of the business acumen. I, know I had been running my own personal training fitness business at this point. So I had that side of things. So just a quick background on Andrew. He had been in the donut industry for a while. He had worked at Do Right Donuts for, I think, four or five years at this point. He had ran one of the kitchens, and he had basically said, fuck it. 
I'm I'm done done working the crazy hours, done working like a dog, and not getting paid, you know, nearly enough for the work that he was doing, and just kind of like sick of that lifestyle in general. He needed a change, so he had quit and left and started a sales job. He just wanted. It's funny, you know, for anybody that's in the industry, a lot of people are trying to get out of their nine to fives. But for him, he just wanted a fucking nine to five to get a paycheck, to go to work and have normal ass hours. So he did that. And I think he was about a year in or so at this point. And I knew that he had gotten out of the industry. So all I did was sent him a text. We were we were sitting in our Laguna Beach. Uh, Jesse and I were sitting on our Laguna Beach Airbnb and we were like i i can clearly remember have a very visual memory so i was i was on the couch just sitting there we were just hanging out for the afternoon or whatever we'd just gotten there and i texted andrew and was just like hey this is what happened today i know this is totally out of the blue no pressure whatsoever just wanted to throw this out to you and uh you know if you were interested potentially we can have a conversation around it and that was it. That was the thing that really started the ball rolling. That was it. A text message started a business. But before the text message was a vow to action, I decided to act. And then the texting was that action. That was what gave life to what is now Beacon Donuts. And it's super, super exciting to share because at this point in time, that was two and a half years ago. So I'm, you know, recording this on May 13th, 2020. That was, like I said at the beginning, Labor Day 2017. Beacon now, as of last month, is in a storefront. It's a real living, breathing entity. <laughs> it is in Chicago. They're serving donuts to the people. Andrew has taken this baby over. And it's a thing. It's a real, tangible thing. Now, there's a lot in between there that needed to happen to make that a thing, right? This is, you know, two and a half years worth of work. And there's, there's a lot to be said for that in and of itself in terms of getting a business up and running, um, just creating any type of idea from scratch to physical manifestation, something that's actually tangible in reality is a long process. Again, back to the, 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 uh, the, the birthing human metaphor here. That's kind of like the pregnancy. <laughs> that whole time was the pregnancy. Or, you know, maybe when we got to the farmer's market, that was um, when the baby was actually born because it was physically in the world. And, the you know, the farmer's markets for two years were the toddler stage. And now it's actually becoming a walking kid. You know, I don't, you know, we're getting kind of lost in the details here. But the point is that there was a lot that happened a lot, a lot of crazy shit, actually, in the past two and a half years to go from idea to text message to storefront. And so that can be its own kind of episode in and of itself. But 
the you know its own story but the point is just that it started as an idea and you cannot create anything anything without it being an idea first in my line of work often what i see just like Jesse called out with me i see people have ideas that don't come to fruition can be for multiple reasons but so often it's because they don't need a Jesse because they have that voice in their head that goes, you know, the idea comes up, oh, yeah, but you won't do that, or oh, you're not worthy of that, or oh, you can't do that. And so immediately, it's gone. It's dead. The sperm died, whatever, you know. <laughs> We're just getting crazy with that now, but it really, really fits. Um, it dies. It can only, that idea, like I said, I truly believe, and I know that this happens all the time. Ideas come to people all the time. Inspiration strikes all the time. But in the moment, we so often dismiss it. You have dismissed so many potentially cool things in your life. How crazy is it that to think about? You've dismissed a shit ton of your own beacon donuts. Now, I'm using that as a very broad term. You know, your ideas can look very, very different, but the idea is the same. The concept is the same, I should say, so that we don't start getting these words confused. The concept is that ideas strike often, but we just don't pay attention to them. We don't give them the time of day. We don't really acknowledge it or cherish it or look at it as something that could become reality. So I challenge you to be more aware of that in your life. Be more aware of when inspiration strikes, when an idea pops into your head. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I want this to stick. So when are you penetrated by inspiration? Be able to feel that, because, uh, yeah, if we're getting uh, getting really visual here, you would feel it, all right? Be aware of that. Know when that happens, because with that awareness, you can make an informed decision then going forward. You can decide whether you want to create something from that, or whether that was just kind of a fun passing idea that isn't going to turn into anything. But now you become the creator. You are the one that has control. You are the one that shapes this idea, that shapes your future. That to me is the beautiful thing. At the end of the day, we all have these things that come into our consciousness or opportunities that come across our plate. And so often we dismiss them as just another thing. We have that Jesse voice inside of our head and we just let it go. Or we have our own version of Jesse that tells us from the outside, well, that's stupid. You shouldn't invest in that. You shouldn't invest in an Apple. You shouldn't invest in Amazon. That's stupid. It's just a fad. That idea is dumb. You won't ever do it. Think about these things. 
as you feel them come into your life, create awareness around it. And then take a page out of my book for once, because I've done a lot of things, a lot of pages that you shouldn't be taking out of my book, like all the other millions of ideas that I've had or stupid things that I've done. But take this one page out of my book and act. Send that metaphorical text message to your cousin. What is that thing that starts the domino effect? What is that first domino that you tip over? And then the the final thing I want to mention here is what I, I touched on before with the, the like I said, hopefully, probably not a tasteful miscarriage reference, but it happens, right? It's a fact of life, so give me a fucking break. This is the same thing with ideas. Just understand that just because you go through this because there is a moment of conception because it is something that you're acting on you're taking this idea and you are you are putting it into reality you're creating it into reality just because you've tipped over that first domino doesn't mean that it's going to end up something amazing and andrew and i knew that when we started beacon that was part of one of our very first conversations we had was we are very aware that this could amount to nothing, but we would hate if we didn't try because we both feel like something's there. It's all about one step after the next and not having any crazy expectations. We knew what we wanted this to be. We knew what we hoped this to be. But at the end of the day, we weren't set on that. And, uh, yeah, I'm just closing my window there as these (laughs) landscaping guys are outside. Just don't have any expectations. The more you do that, the more pressure you put on yourself, the less likely it is something will happen, the the less likely it it will be something, and or the more you're going to set yourself up for disappointment or feel like you failed. That's the thing. We weren't setting us ourselves up for failure the only failure was not acting on this was not trying to make something of it if it ended up being nothing shit even if it still ends up being nothing he's in a storefront now doesn't mean he won't be there in the next year or 10 years or 20 but it doesn't matter i see people get hung up all the fucking time worried about the quote-unquote right decision or not failing. What if I start this and I don't finish it? Who the fuck cares? Yes, you spent your time on it. Yes, you spent your energy on it. But would you rather live wondering what could have been? And that's what I want to leave you with today, is instead of looking back and wondering what would have been, instead of me sitting here two and a half years later and wondering, hmm, I wonder what have what would have happened if I would have texted my cousin and asked him if he wanted to start that donut business. I wonder what would have happened if I took that seriously. That probably could have been something. That probably could have been pretty cool. I wonder what it'd like to be like to you know like have an idea for a donut and have him put it on the menu. Because I've done that with a couple of them. Cup of dirt, lemon poppy seed, some good shit on there. <laughs> Andrew is a, a wizard. The point is, don't end up wondering what could have been. Take an action 
don't worry about tipping over that first domino and and which one it's going to end up knocking down in the end. Don't worry about the winding path that that domino road takes. Just do. But you have to have the thought first. Thoughts become reality. That is powerful. You can create something in your fucking mind, in this space in your head, that isn't reality. Uh, well, that's actually a complete lie. It is reality. But it's not something that's tangible. You can create that thing. You can take that thing and create it in reality. How fucking cool is that? And you know what? Look, guys, at the end of the day, that's what life is to me. And that's, I hope, what I always get across in my messaging, what I share with you guys, how I connect with you guys, with my clients. Like, that is the thing that I cherish more than anything else is I want to be the active creator of my life and my experience as a human being because life is fucking incredible. It truly, truly is. And it makes me so, so sad to see people that don't share that or don't get to experience that for whatever reason. We, if you're listening to this, you are incredibly, incredibly fortunate. I am incredibly, incredibly fortunate. We all are. There are so many people in the world that do not get the choice of how they experience life. Don't waste yours. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, Go check out the Facebook group. I want to hear what you guys thought about this. Shoot me a message on the Facebook group. Uh, That'll be down below. And then also been doing journaling prompts for these, which has been so much fun. So, so much fun. Um, If you want this in a really... So the journaling prompts are on the blog, which is um, in the comments below. But if you want this in like a pretty journaling format, you can sign up for my email list because I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to... And I'm going to basically give, send out all the journal prompts that I haven't created in a pretty form yet. And I'm going to be sending all those out if you subscribe to um, my my mailing list so that you'll get all of that. And then there's just extra goodies too along with the kind of like the journaling prompts and podcast bonuses in the weekly emails. That's my kind of my, my VIP section, the people that I really um, share my heart and soul with. So go check that out. Go do the journal prompts on the on the blog. Um, subscribe to my email list. You can see that um, when you're on the blog. And then you'll get them in pretty form. Otherwise, thank you for just sharing your time with me. I appreciate you. I appreciate your energy. And check it out. I appreciate what it is you're going to create, what it is you are going to conceive You have so much cool shit within you. You are gifted. You are talented. You have the ability to birth something that nobody else in this world does. You know what? Actually, that's kind of a lie. If you don't birth it, somebody else will. So how's that for a little bit of fire underneath your ass? (laughs) Go get it, guys. Have an awesome day. Uh, See you in the Facebook group. Hey yo, thanks so much for listening. I truly hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
Just a reminder that all the relevant links can be found in the show notes below, as well as that of our free Facebook community, where all the cool kids are at, just being ourselves, sharing our gifts, and supporting the hell out of one another. So come on in, introduce yourself, and join the party. See you in there.